This episode is a rebroadcast of a Facebook Live event. To see Martha and Nellie's live show, please follow their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. That's facebook.com backslash Bubble Lounge Club. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And we're coming at you from quarantine. Yes, guys, we've made it through another week of quarantine. We've got a little ways to go. We got this. We got each other's back. We're going to do everything that we can to make this a little bit more fun for all of us. And Martha, I noticed you're super dressed up today. What's going on? Well, you told me to. That's why. (laughs) You decided earlier in the week that we were going to have Fun Friday or Formal Friday or something like that. And you wanted us to wear ball gowns. Unfortunately, I didn't have an actual ball gown, so I did the best that I could. But I knew you were going to show up in sequence. <laughs> I am in sequence, and I got to tell you, it's Fancy Dress Friday, and that's how it's going to be. And we <laughs> encourage all of our listeners to do the same thing. Because oh. you know what? Aren't you tired of the soft clothes? Aren't you tired <laughs> of being in your pajamas all day long and your workout clothes? I, and I know we do that every day. Like, I know that even in normal times, we're all in our workout clothes, our athleisure. But come on, it's Friday. You know, it's fun to have an excuse to try to look halfway decent, put on a little makeup, if that's your thing. Not everybody uh, wants that. It makes them feel good. But whatever makes you feel good, just do it. Like, I've been putting spray tan on. For who? who? I don't know. But it makes me feel better. So I agree with you. (laughs) I know what you're saying. It's like certain things you just have to do, right? It's like do your nails or, you know coloring the roots in your hair. Like one of the first things I did guys, when like everybody, everybody was like buying toilet paper and you know, water. I was like, Oh my God, I need some hair touch up for my, my roots. And I went and I bought like five things of it. And I thought I'm getting the brand that I'm getting the rich Brown that I need for my hair. (laughs) Well guys, be careful doing your own hair because I've seen a couple of people post that they did their own and it did not turn out like the picture on the box. So just be careful, guys. I know I know it's tempting, but don't do it. <laughs> well, what choice do we have? And you know what? It's like I'm not I'm not a blonde. I'm a brunette who's not a blonde. Like a lot of brunettes are blondes. So uh-huh. my dye job is easier. It's like the roots and the you know what I mean. It's like a little bit of Clairol. But I say <laughs> go for it. If you want to have your blonde hair, go for it. And if it's a little brassy, it's a little brassy. Okay, just go for it. These are not normal times. They're not. They're not normal times. So you know what I miss getting dressed up for is going out for a girls' night out and like just going and having a nice cocktail at a nice swanky bar. Yes. Well, you know you can do it on Zoom, and we have Chad Martin on today, which is going to be so exciting. But I have to say something. Have you seen the the Zoom photo bombers coming in? Have you read them? (laughs) Is it a background you can do? Like so, for example, my son homeschooling. Everything's on Zoom, Mm -hmm. and so. One of his teachers told me on the phone the other day that um, people are photobombing and like, (laughs) sorry, it's not even funny. They put up like porn. They put up like crazy things that have nothing to do with the classroom and they're getting really worried about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, um, I actually had a Zoom happy hour last night for a friend's birthday and it was really fun. It was it was actually comical seeing all the middle aged ladies trying to work it. But it all ended up working out in the end. So all went well. But um, like Nellie said, we have Chaz Martin on. He's the owner of the Charles down in the design district as well as Bar Charles. And he is going to teach us about wine tasting because what else do we have to do right now? We might as well learn a new hobby. And they're also offering takeout for lunch and dinner 
on very nice wines and food. So he is going to help us out with that. And he just brings the fabulous. He just does. So it's going to be very uplifting to hear this interview because he literally has an inconquerable spirit. And that's what he's bringing us today on the Bubble Lounge. He is 100% fun and we can't wait for you guys to meet him. Here he is now. Chad Martin, welcome to the Bubble Lounge. We are so happy to see your face. Ladies, what's happening? Cheers. Cheers. It is is Fancy Dress Fridays here in the Bubble Lounge, and we could not be happier to see you in your fancy dress. Yes. Yes. Chaz, you have a reputation of being quite the dapper dresser. Have you been able to maintain your reputation over the quarantine? That's a great question. So I I put on denim for the first time in about... 10 days, maybe a week ago. And uh, I felt like a million dollars just with a crisp white t-shirt. It wasn't even that thought out. Um, But yeah, here and there, here and there. Are you basically uh, saying you were wearing soft clothes? You were wearing soft clothes before that? Like absolutely. Pajama-y kind of. (laughs) Lots Lots of outdoor voices. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, last time we saw you, Martha and I came in after I interviewed you for CBS, and uh, we were sitting at the bar enjoying ourselves, and I love the speakeasy vibe. Uh, Yeah, there's a picture Martha's holding up. I almost feel like you need to be a speakeasy. I don't know. Listen, I think now's the perfect time for that. I was here yesterday helping with the first of the month inventory, and I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah. We're in the back. Keep the lights down. Don't tell anyone. Um, absolutely. I'm with you on that. Like Almost like a Star Wars bar. You know the bar in Star Wars where they're like, burp, 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 and like everybody has a mask on and like yes. you know, plastic shields. In the I love it. I love it. I love it. Hand sure sanitizer you can get away with that. I love it. Oh, man. Okay, so have a, I have a question for you. Yes. So my son has a giant head of hair. He's 15. I mean, he's got like a mane. And of course, you know, what we do is like trim it and kind of here and there. And I'm kind of learning that. But my question is, how are you maintaining the mustache and the beard? Come on. What are you doing? Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, I haven't I haven't seen anyone about this in maybe uh, four or five weeks, which is a little bit longer for me. Um, and if I could give your son some advice, tell him to cherish that big head of hair while he has it. Agree. Um, That's what I tell him every day. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Enjoy. Be thankful for that big head of hair. It yeah. might go Enjoy away your on mane. you. Enjoy your mane, honey. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Not going to last forever. It might go away. As my doctor said, you're fighting a losing battle. That's not what I wanted her to tell me that day. But No, it's like anyway. my, dad, my dad was bald, but my dad was like, you know, super Italian macho guy with like the biggest fanciest head of hair until he didn't have one anymore and so so i look at my son and he looks exactly like my father and he's got that big italian kind of and i was like oh uh, uh. don't tell get him, him yeah right right as he turn 18 get him on the pills get him yep. on whatever you're right get him on the pills get him on the pills the answer for everything there's who have you been quarantining with who are you hanging out with during this Fantastic question. So I was solo. So I had like a little cold that lasted me, I don't know, a week or two. And this was right as everything set in. So two and a half, three weeks ago, something like that. And so I just stayed out of the restaurant just to be safe. I mean, when it, when it, when it started, we were still busy. We were still seeing 100 and 150 people a night. Yes. And I have a wonderful team. And so I was able just to stay home and kind of say, hey, let me let me let this pass its course, you know, run its course. 
just to make sure that it's not something more serious. And so yeah. I stayed home. I was home for 20 days. And wow. I'm, I'm someone who thrives on, I tested negative, by the way. I'm someone who thrives on human interaction. And so it was very hard for me. I was alone for the vast majority of those 20 days. Me and uh, me and my dog, Mr. Chumley. And um, <laughs> it, was, uh, it, was, Chumley. it was a long road. Chumley. Oh, that's really cute. D-H-U-M-L-E-Y. I, he's maybe seven or eight now. I adopted him, so I can't take credit for the name. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we all need a dog now. We all need a dog. Like, I don't have a dog. You guys do. I'm like, maybe it's time. Time. It, this is a They're time. good company. They're good yeah. company. But what, tell us what you're drinking. I love me a fancy cocktail. And that looks like a really fancy cocktail you've got going on there. I don't personally drink or make a lot of cocktails. Um, uh, but this is an Aperol spritz. I sometimes make it in a rocks glass to kind of play it down. And so it's just a traditional Aperol spritz. I kind of thought through that. I was, uh, I've been here all day and I was thirsty and I thought this was a refreshing drink. Um, maybe not for a 45 degree rainy day. So <laughs> I, uh, I double fisted just in, case, <laughs> uh, just, in case I, just in case I got cold. I was ready to heat myself back up. You're like, oh, very very nice. switch. can I get back to that beautiful glass you had over there? Sure. The red Tell us about that. What are you drinking? And give us the history. So, yeah, so this was a tough choice for me, right? Um, I don't normally drink red wine just to drink red wine. I normally drink red wine with food. Um, and But it was a cold day. It was a rainy day. You wouldn't know that because I didn't go outside before I put my clothes on today. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, my, garage got my, my dog didn't want to go outside. And so shut we're shut-ins. Yes, I know. I thought it was going to be 75 and rainy, but it was 45 and rainy. Anyway, yeah. Um, uh, so, so I actually, it took me a while to find this. So I was thinking through like, okay, it's the middle of the day. Um, we are hemorrhaging cash as any open retail based businesses right now. Yes. So it can't be big and fancy. So what are we open? Um, and this is one of my favorites. So very, very value driven. I think it's on our wine list for $60. It probably retails in stores for 30, 35, something like that. It's a wine called Sapchetto. Am I getting it close enough there? Yeah, perfect. Vino Nobile, exactly. So. So Sanchetto, totally sustainable, organic, biodynamic producer um, from Tuscany. So, so Vino Nobile is a, is a play on Sangiovese. So let's just do a quick, quick overview, right? When you think Sangiovese, Sangiovese is a red grape that grows all over Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Sangiovese, you kind of see in three specific DOC or regulated scenarios. One, Chianti Classico Reserva uh, mm-hmm. or Chianti Classico. You also see it in Brunello di Montalcino, kind of being the biggest, most, the most age-worthy, most serious wine. And then you also see it in Vino Nobile. So Vino Nobile being more of the feminine expression of Sangiovese. Um, not, a, not a light-bodied wine by any means, but maybe more medium-bodied, typically some of them on the lighter side, but medium-bodied, where Chianti Classico, where Brunello di Montalcino can be big, big and rustic and grippy. So, so I just thought this was a great like daytime, everyday wine. It still has a lot of character. Um, and these are one of my favorite producers, especially for the price. I think when you think about compare Italian wine, you know, just we are we are in Dallas, Texas, right? Texas, outside of California, is the largest <clears throat> consumer of uh, of California wine in the country. Yes, There's so much value in Italian wine, and I just think this is a perfect example of that. Um, do, you, do you happen to know which zip code is the highest consumer of that wine? <laughs> I have my, guess is it's, my guess is it starts with seven five. Yeah, uh, but uh, I'm not sure. I think so. Or seven six, maybe one of the other. Can I tell you guys something? I have a friend. So our our close family friends. We moved here from LA. 
close family friends, Charles's buddy, and, and we're great friends with the family. He's a set designer. She's in the business too. I'm in the business. Um, he started a distillery in Seattle where he's from, and they're now making hand sanitizer. God bless. Which I think is genius. They, they started like a craft, craft gin, which basically, you know, I'm not a gin person. Like I think of gin and tonics growing up and like, ugh, like it's harsh, but gin is so different today, as you know, Chaz, like, it's like a vodka, it's more subtle. There are flowery gins or all these kind of different gins. So they were making this incredible gin and now they're making hand sanitizer. I love that. I know. I got my, I got my Burt's Bees right here. But is that real hand sanitizer? It is, yes. Yeah, 60 Burt's Bees um, eliminates 99% of germs. It's 65% alcohol or something. Because 60, I got to test. 62%. Because I'm a little, I got to be honest with you guys. I'm a little worried about all the chemicals I'm putting into the atmosphere right now. Yes. Like literally, like I said, I dragged my toilet paper and paper towels in in front of my son who was looking at me like I, I had lost my mind. And I'm spraying it with all the Lysol stuff. And I'm like, this is stuff I would never normally do because a i believe in building up an immune system and b i don't believe in getting cancer from all that stuff and i know it's a limited time i know it's what we got but i'm just saying i'm like it's like counterintuitive i'm like do i do that you know or do we just use dial soap do we just go back to dial soap and like wash our hands with dial soap because everybody knows that's you know reliable well uh that, those are really good points, and I love how Chaz is sanitizing as he's going along and swirling his wine. Absolutely. <laughs> so, Chaz, I know that you're a, a wine connoisseur and you know a lot about wines. Can you teach us a little bit about wine tasting? Maybe some of us will pick that up during this time on lockdown. Sure. For the next yeah, absolutely. So, I, I think this is a this is a fun time in the world, right? Let's look at this from a, a fifty thousand foot view. This is a fun time in history to learn about wine. There's never been more documentaries. There's never been more online content. There's never been better publications talking about wine. And um, there's never been more drinking. Let's just say that. Okay? No question. No question. No question. Um, no, so I, so I totally agree. That's a great question. This is a wonderful time to talk about wine, right? Um, yeah. So, so I, I think when you're, when, you're, when you're thinking about, you know, flavor profiles of wine, you kind of analyze wine in a couple different ways, right? First and foremost, you analyze it by sight. You know, is what what color is the wine? What is um, you know what are the characteristics of the wine? This color in the center, what does it fade to as you get up to the outside of the rim? And then as you kind of swirl the wine around, you get the ability to get more aromatics, right? As the oxygen touches the wine, you get more aromatics out of the wine, and so then you have this big bouquet. Is the bouquet super intense? Is it faint? Um, is it sort of in the middle? And so, and sometimes there are certain wines you'll get from way over here, from 12 inches away. I have seasonal allergies that are terrible, so I don't ever smell that way. But sometimes from 12 inches away, you can get the bouquet of the wine, right? And then you start to dig into fruit. Are you seeing fruit in the wine? Are you smelling more tertiary, like earth characteristics in the wine? Um, and then as you taste the wine, what, what else what else are you picking up? Um, I, I think that for so many of us, we just don't take the time to pay attention to it, right? Guilty. Sure, I'm guilty of yeah. it. I'm but guilty now we of have it. the time. We have the time. We have the time now, <laughs> absolutely. And I, th I think that's when wine becomes really, really fun, when you can begin to see the differences in, um, 
in different types of wine, when you see characteristics of Sangiovese, when you see characteristics of Cabernet Sauvignon, is it Cabernet Sauvignon from Napa or is it Cabernet Sauvignon from Bordeaux? Um, those taste very different. They smell different. Um, uh, and there's, there's tons of publications that you can find that'll detail out sort of those differences. And so I think wine education is twofold. Um, wine education one requires you to pick up a book and read about certain things. What, what does Sangiovese smell and taste like? What does Cabernet smell and taste like? And then you have to pop bottles and you have to taste them. Um, which is, which is tough. I know sometimes, but, uh, but, uh, but that, that's, that's the way to get through it. So, um, Chaz, I want to ask you something. Yesterday, Please. yesterday I cooked something at home and I have to tell you, it, what? it was, there was a lot of preparation involved and I was like, really had my heart. I just really knew it was going to be good. It was baked zit baked ziti and the crock pot <laughs> and yes. it involves all kinds of cheeses meat sauces sure. the ziti it it took a while to make it and then we ate it and it's not that it was bad it just lacked a certain pizzazz like you know like a restaurant can provide and sure. i just want yes. if, if you had a suggestion because we have a ton of it left over and we're going to be eating it for the next week I if there's that. anything i can do to spice it up I, I think that's fantastic. So think about a couple of very basic high-level components, right? Texture, spice, acid, smoke, uh, the fat. Like those are kind of the, the things that sort of turn on our taste buds, right? Like those are the things we get super fired up about. You take pasta and you have pasta with just when it's by itself. Very, very, very boring. Mm -hmm. A little bit of olive oil and big, super flaky Maldon sea salt. Oh my God, whole different world, right? Mm -hmm. Like okay. red pepper. Like all of a sudden you have a dish, it's really, really, really coming to life. And these are all just very simple components that you can add kind of to anything. So we sort of subscribe to that philosophy either entirely in a lot of dishes or in aspects in a lot of dishes, right? Um, or things that kind of complement one another, like a little bit of spice, a little bit of sweet. But okay, when you're talking about your baked ziti, let's just knock out some couple things. So you could pop it out of its little pan. Um, I'm assuming it's in a little pan or however it is. You could pop it in the oven in little pieces. Then when you pull it out, there should be some texture to it because maybe it browned and got crunchy. You could then hit it with some little breadcrumbs maybe. Mm -hmm. Salt, maybe some Parmesan cheese. that also adds a little bit of salt, so be careful with your salt if you're using Parmigiano. Um, a little bit of red pepper. I mean, this, this will change everything and then finish it with some very high quality olive oil. Okay, you were uh, you're so right, and it makes me think about this. I have to say, as you know, half, being half Italian, that the other thing about pasta is the texture, which you said. Absolutely. Let me touch on it. When I make pasta, I stand over it and I stare at it, and the second it's ready, I throw it against the wall, and if it sticks for one second, it's ready, and if it sticks longer than that, it is overdone. Like pasta does not taste the same way unless it's, unless it's a sure. little bit al dente. Like sure. People in Italy never eat pasta like all mushy. But I will yeah. say that I like Chaz's thing because what he just said was, you know, when you're making ziti, it will get a little mushy. He said add breadcrumbs, which is perfect. You add breadcrumbs. Yeah. 
Well, you definitely gave me hope. I, I definitely think that's going to help. But I mean, at the end of the day, some of us just weren't meant to be in the kitchen. And that's why people like you exist in Dallas. There's no shortage yeah. of amazing restaurants. And to me, yours is the best. Uh, and you guys are offering curbside pickup right now, right? You're yes, doing lunch and dinner, like you said. Mm -hmm. So yeah. tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about it. Because sure. to me, the joy of this crisis is restaurants are still open. I'm not joking. The joy of takeout Absolutely. makes me so happy. Absolutely, it does. And I don't want it delivered. I want to get up and I want to go get it. Yeah. 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 I want to get it myself a cocktail. Like you said. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. No, I want to go get it. So, yeah, so lunch is new for us, right? We have never been open for lunch before. So, that's, that's a new product offering. Um, no, we will not be open for lunch once we reopen the restaurant. But we wanted just to try something fun. And so, what we did was we took, for the most part, proteins from our regular dinner menu and sliced them up and put them on sandwiches. So we have a killer Wagyu, um, Wagyu flank steak that goes on a steak sandwich with some chimichurri. We do a... That sounds well, so good. It's dynamite, what we call our Il Cubano. So it's sort of an Italian play on a Cubano. So mustard, sliced pork, a um, little bit of relish, it's dynamite. Um, one super traditional play. So when we opened the restaurant, we wanted to avoid anything quote unquote that you would find to be like traditional, that you would find to be New York Italian spaghetti and meatballs, chicken parmigiano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we're doing an eggplant parmigiano sandwich that is awesome. Kind of my favorite one. That sounds um, so good. I try to avoid big pieces of bread. Um, I was not born, I was not born to eat like I like to eat. So I, I try to avoid bread. <laughs> Me neither. Um, you, know those, you know those people that you hate and they eat whatever they want and they stay skinny. I hate those people. I'm we hate, we people. all, we can all agree we hate those people. I hate yes. those people. I hate them. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so anyway, so I take the bread off the, uh, the eggplant parmesan and I eat that by itself. We're serving a little polenta fries with most of our sandwiches by choice. It's polenta wait, fries. Wait, wait, polenta fries? That's correct. So, that we sounds great. Polenta. So, so very easy. So at home, just like the same way you'd make grits, right? You take mm -hmm. polenta, you put whatever you want in there, Parmesan cheese, spices, whatever. Lay it out on a sheet pan, refrigerate it. Then we pop out little one inch, like one inch sticks of polenta. Little bit of rice flour, so it's gluten-free. Little bit of rice flour, little bit of seasoning, deep fry. And then we serve a little Aleppo pepper, Calabrian chili, creme fraiche, which is killer. Can it's I just killer. say, I love all your instructions, but at the end of the day, guys, all we have to do is just go there. Let's just go there and do takeout because honestly, we're never going to master it in the next two I months. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know, like you said, Chaz, most of us, especially the three of us on this call right now, definitely want an excuse to go somewhere, but not everybody does. Some people are completely happy just being at home. And I understand that you've partnered with our sponsor and our favorite rideshare company, Alto, and they can deliver as well, right? They, they are delightful, by the way. This is my first Alto experience. We love They're them. Delightful. They're delightful. They are delightful. They've been wonderful to work with. Um, I've started using them myself. They're wonderful. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing a wonderful job for us. So they are. So we charge a small fee that is covers their cost that we pay them to deliver food. Um, if you don't want to come get it, but what I'm shocked by is we see Alto two or three times a day. That's it. Everyone wants to get out of the house. Um, I know. Everyone wants to get out of the house. So yeah. So and two, we're, also, we're also happy to sell wine. We're selling our entire wine list, um, at half Perfect. price, which is bittersweet for me. I buy an yeah. obscene amount of wine. I have wine. So in this bar, underneath all these banquettes is wine. 
Yeah. Um, uh, underneath my seat right now is wine. I stuff wine everywhere. <laughs> yeah. um, Me too. Not, Me too. And I don't the bar. <laughs> it's not going bad. It's not going bad. It's Under okay. my right now. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on boxes of wine. Uh, okay, well, Chaz, tell us how that how we can order and how we can find you. Yeah, great question. So we're in the design district at the corner of Market Center and Oakland. So cat across the street from Town Hearth, cat a corner from El Bolero. I like saying that rather than saying next to Seven Eleven. Next to Seven Eleven, it's true, guys. That's how you find them. We are next to Seven Eleven. That's true. We are next to Seven Eleven. So uh, we're here, lunch and dinner Monday through Saturday. Um, you can email us at reservations at the charlesdallas.com for your order or our phone number, 469-917-9000. Um, feel free to can call. You can set the order up ahead of time, et cetera. So if I, if I come in there and I want to order lunch tomorrow or whatever, or dinner, if I come in there with my husband, we can stand and have a glass of wine while we wait? Legally, no. But yes, of course you can. Okay, that's all I care about. Or I don't care about out your car, but the days. I don't not care about legal more. shit right now. <laughs> not you. We all got gloves on. I got my bird's bees. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be just fine. <laughs> this has been the Bevel Lounge. I'm Martha Jackson, and I'm Nelly Shudo. Thanks for yeah, tuning we'll, in. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>